the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hey folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Welcome to another fantastic Saturday afternoon here in sunny Southern California. And it's only going to be sunny for another few months in a row. So just write that down. (laughs) What's the weather like? Hot? Sunny? Blistering? But I'm glad you're here. Hopefully you're in a little bit of air conditioning this weekend and enjoying the weekend. This show, we have something very fantastic for you. It's uh, quite a lineup. I have Deb McEwen. Deb McEwen um, is here in, in town. I also have Brian McKenrick. Now, Brian, I actually want to start with you a little bit here. Sorry about that, Deb. I messed up my own order. I do this all the time. Uh, Brian, he's been on the show before, and we've actually done some training with him. He's the owner of American Tactical Defense in Brea. You can find him at ustacdefense.com, ustacdefense.com. Brian, you've got a very unique... Well, you have a law enforcement background, but you bring that to a very unique series of training and systems that you have. Can you tell us briefly a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. First of all, thanks for having us. Uh, now, what we do is I have a, a lot of training, and we apply it in the civilian application. So what we do is we actually converted a, a business office into a home environment. And our first uh, passion was to actually have a home invasion scenario for people to live through. Since that was a prevalent problem, and it still is. And a life-changing event. A life-changing event, right? And so we want people, we're basically tired of people becoming victims, uh, you know, just cowering down or hoping that 911 call is going to, you know, get the police there within a couple minutes. But within those couple minutes, what are you going to do? So we've actually uh, came up with a training program, and it's multi-tiered. There's four different phases. But we uh, put people through a home invasion after... The fact that we run through all the legal, we run through the firearms uh, portion to get people used to a weapon. We teach them some tactics that we know, training our SWAT teams and what special forces uses. And uh, we basically get people more comfortable with the fact that they can actually do something to protect themselves in the meantime while they're waiting for a police response. I think it's incredibly valuable training. I did it. It was last year. Uh, Deb McEwen did it with us at that time. Even Earl Harris, our... uh one of our semi-producers over here, he was involved with that. He's laughing behind the glass there, folks. Uh, Deb, how did you get involved with this? Well, actually, uh, Brian uh, is a friend of one of my friends who actually sent me to the class, and it was when Brian was first the grand opening, yeah. some of the home invasion classes. And I've actually gone to level one and level two, and what a treat. It really opens your eyes to, you know, what it can actually feel like. Uh, you get a total adrenaline run. Um, 
but it actually gives you some basics for trying to really run it through your mind, what needs to take place. Um, even from the legal aspects, it was great training because you don't know how the police officers are going to respond until you actually go through this course and what you need to be aware of as they're coming into a situation. So it was all around, it was a great experience. And uh, you've done it twice now? Yes. And you liked it so much. I liked it so much that I thought of my friend Jennifer Horn and her mother. Jennifer Horn, the AM 590 Answer Show. That's right. I happen to know that that (laughs) Jennifer uh, likes her guns, and I know that her mother's a fan too. So I uh, invited Jen. I wanted to pay it forward, and I invited Jen and her mother to attend one of the classes. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Yes. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. This is fun. So tell us a little bit about your experience with American Tactical. Well, I have to tell you, you know, I uh, I love Deb. I love Debbie. And we were chatting actually at the Unite IE conference, just trying to catch up. And she said, you know, there's this class. You should really try it. And I want to send you and I want to send your mom. And I thought that was so sweet. And I really had no idea what we were in for, what, what the class was all about. I kind of looked at the website and it looked really interesting and, and informative but you don't really know what you're going to get until you walk in. And I have to tell you, I was so blown away. Brian, uh, who is there with you, Phil, and uh, his partner, Alex, were amazingly uh, just compassionate, great teachers, so knowledgeable. Very good communicators. Very good communicators. And what's so important is not only training yourself for what to do, and almost Brian said it best. He said it's almost like muscle memory. If and when something happens, God forbid, you know what steps to take so that you don't panic and you don't make an awful mistake in the heat of the moment. Having Being a gun owner is a big responsibility, and you want to do the right thing to not only protect your family, the family that lives in the house with you, but also to protect yourself and to go through those steps. And the more you practice them in a real I, I don't even want to say it's a classroom setting because you actually get real on the scene, on the spot training with different scenarios that are presented to each class member. You know why you're reaching for your weapon. You know how to tell and, and verbalize that. You, need, you know how to communicate why you're doing what you're doing to protect yourself and your family. That's really important. And then tactically, I thought one of the most interesting things, we watch a lot of TV shows, right? We watch a lot of shows and we see people clearing rooms and you see police doing all kinds of things to keep themselves safe. Brian and Alex actually teach you how to make sure if you have to come face-to-face with a home invader or an intruder, you know how to make sure you're putting yourself in the absolute best possible position. I I was just, pardon the pun, but I was blown away, and my mom absolutely loved it. She's still talking about it. We had such a great day. Now, your mom, isn't that the lovely lady that actually is kind of anti-gun, very liberal, retired (laughs) school teacher? Is that the lady we're talking about? I always talk about my mom. Phil, you've met my mom because I, I hate to rub salt in the wound, but I believe she actually outshot you at one of our Jen and Dom shooting events. She, <laughs> my she, mom outshoots. She did, I'm, and I have, I've had ice surgery since then. <laughs> I know. I'm telling you, she outshoots members of the NRA, but she is liberal. She is a retired school teacher. She thought the idea of having a gun in her home was so far-fetched she would never do it. And I'm not kidding, Brian. As soon as we left that class, she said, you know what? I think I want to do this. I want to get a firearm. I feel so much more comfortable right now. I'm not kidding. We Actually, after the class, my mom started having a few health problems. It was nothing related to the class. But she still talks about, gosh, we had that great day. And remember how much fun we had. And not only fun, because it's obviously serious subject matter, 
But when we walked out, she said, I'm going to start saving up. I want to go to an indoor shooting range so I can take some handguns out, try them, and buy one from my home. So Brian and Alex really did a great job in changing her mind about what she wants to do to keep herself safe in her own home. Well, we'd be more than happy to take your mom out. We go to the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range out here. We'll get her through her basic classes. You can come to if you'd like and uh, take care Let's of her on that. Let's do that. I would love it. Awesome. So, yeah, great things, Jennifer. I'm glad you guys came out. Um, your mother was great, by the way. I mean, for I did not know the background. Uh, but However, uh, put in that situation, she was... <laughs> I, I turned her into a warrior that 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 can protect herself all by herself. That's for sure. So, good job. I think she took down it when in her scenario when she had because what's really unique about Brian's setup is that downstairs you kind of have the classroom. You have a a place where you can sit and learn about the legal aspects, what you should do to protect yourself and your family, and then it's essentially a home. There's a downstairs and an upstairs. And at the end of the class, each student is kind of put through this scenario. And apparently, my mom took out her intruder, like, right square smack in the chest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so shot. whatever yeah. you did, when you, when you said you made her a warrior, you sure did, Brian. Well, it wasn't so much that she just shot him in the chest. It's when she then no. kicked him down the stairs, stood over him, and screamed at his at the dead guy's body. That was that was the part. That's that, right. Uh, she that's really, Brian's like, added She wanted part. to make sure the message was heard. We have it on video. <laughs> You know, hey, Jennifer, we want to uh, reach out to you and thank you for all you do in the morning. I know that uh, you are a Second Amendment supporter, and sometimes, uh, you know, being the better half of the show in the morning is is a heavy weight to carry. Um, You know, but what you do and what you put up with, you are going to receive the Firing Line Radio Show Purple Heart for putting up with anti-gun Brian Whitman every morning. I just... That's, I love that. I've always wanted to be a meddled member of society, so uh, I'll take it. <laughs> it's the first one we've ever given out because it's the first time we've seen such a grievous offense. Anyway. <laughs> glad, we glad have you're fun. There. You know, it is always, it's always my pleasure to do uh, The Morning Answer and Jen and Don. And, of course, Phil, I love when we can kind of combine efforts and hang out, whether we're doing uh, Jen and Don's show and, and firing line shooting events or if we're doing uh, some work at – uh, the uh, at Bullseye Sports, at, at Bullseye Guns, at Guns and Ammo. I love doing all those things with you because you really drive it home for people. And you know, a, be, beyond even Second Amendment rights and uh, and keeping obviously being a responsible gun owner, it's about having a sense of security in your home. And as a woman who lives by myself, my mom lives by herself. Debbie, I'm not sure what your situation is, but as a woman, there's this extra burden on us to make sure that we can keep ourselves safe. And it's overwhelming when you think about it. But I have to say, with Brian's class, with American Tactical Defense, you really feel more comfortable the minute you walk out and you go back to living your life. You feel like you're more equipped to deal with something that you hope never happens. But if it does... You've got this little voice in the back of your head letting you know it's going to be okay. You've got the answer for that unknown. You, you went into the exactly. class with an unknown, and now you've got an answer. And that's, that's again, American Tactical Defense. You can find them at ustacdefense.com. Jen, I know you got to run. I really enjoy you spending the time here, uh, the hours that you keep. Uh, your time is very valuable. Thank you so much for joining us. Say hi to your mom. Tell her uh, next time it ain't going to go so easy for her. And uh, <laughs> we'll be right back after this. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step 
and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Boomstick Radio. And you know, every week on the Firing Line Radio Show, our conversation is going to revolve around firearms, hunting, gun rights, all the good stuff afforded to Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. And our faithful stalwart companion in the battle to uphold these rights has been Firing Line's longtime sponsor, Vince Torres at Bullseye Sports, Guns, and Ammo in Riverside. If you're not armed for protection or recreation, then Bullseye Sport in Riverside's where you need to go for handguns, rifles, shotguns, ammos, rocket launchers, RP, no, okay, not those, accessories, and much more. After you purchase that firearm, Vince and I highly recommend you attend a certified firearm safety and training course, one that's going to teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitudes essential to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. For more information about the certified firearm courses, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211. Visit their website, bullseyesports.com, for a schedule of classes because at Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, they believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. Hey, folks, welcome back here to Firing Line Radio Show. You can find us at firinglineradio.com. We have podcasts up only for the last six years. I know. My backside's the shape of this chair after six years sitting in this one. Um, don't Earl is looking at me through the glass saying it's a really big chair. Thanks. Thanks, Earl. <laughs> oh, it's a couch size. Yeah. This is the support we get here, folks. Anyway, um, joining me, I have Brian McKenrick. Brian McKenrick is with American Tactical Defense. We actually did some training with them. As you just heard in our last session, Jennifer Horn got to go out there, did a great job. And also I have Deb McEwen. Now, Deb, not only is she... Um, a shooter extraordinaire, a trained warrior from the Brian McKenrick School of American Tactical Defense. She's also the owner of Migliori, the gourmet foods in Riverside and Corona. So, bad guys, 
don't go mess around over there. Exactly. She's going to stuff your olive. Don't do it. This is not going to go well for you. Deb, thank you for joining me on the show. Thank you. Um, one of the things that Jennifer said as she came off the end, and I'm going to ask you to speak to this. She said that as a woman, a single woman living alone, she feels a burden about self-defense for herself. Mm-hmm. And I, as as I do. Um, however, I did just have one of my children move back with her children. So now I'm actually um, probably a bigger mama bear because when you do have uh, other children in the house with you, I think that you become even more protective. Uh-huh. And But at the same time, I have to be more responsible about my guns and their knowledge base of the guns. And I'm a real believer of children being aware of guns and being comfortable with them. So we'll be taking them through some safety steps too. I think it's it's important to give them the knowledge on it to remove the curiosity factor. Exactly, exactly, and that's what we did with my my own uh, children uh, as as they were small children. We took them through safety classes, and they became hunters. And my two grandsons that live with me are now in Alabama visiting their marine father, and they're hunting and fishing. So. It's a good thing. It's a terrible life. I feel so sorry for them. They're not home here in 104 degree heat playing on the uh, on their iPhones. Exactly. They're they're actually having a life. That's exactly. good for them. Yeah. You know, um, one of the things I've noticed because I do a lot of the the smaller classes and training classes, and it drives me up the wall when I hear California state legislators talking about how to make firearms more restrictive for good people. All right. Deb, if I can pick on you for a second, mm-hmm. you're you're in shape, you're a tall lady, but if you had to go against Brian, because he's a bad guy over here, physically, right, it's probably not going to go well. No. <laughs> Phys- physical strength does not tend to land higher on the scale of, of, the, of the female than it does on the male criminal. All right, it it just it's a fact. Now, sue me. I don't care. Put a hashtag out. Give me a colored ribbon because I said that. I don't care. It's a fact. And if you can't recognize that, you're gonna get hurt. And so we won't, don't want anybody to be hurt. What I'd like to do is make sure that people have the ability to protect themselves and equalize. Because one of the things, and Brian will tell you this in his training, it's not just a bad guy, a tweaker coming in the door. Oftentimes, Brian, what are the, what's the scenario? Right. So lately, it's been at least three, uh, possibly more. I mean, up north, they had, I believe, eight armed men enter an elderly couple's home and ransack the place. I mean, that's a whole well, lot. Well, who needs a high-capacity <laughs> magazine? Who needs a standard-capacity <laughs> magazine, right? Yeah, yeah, you may run out with, a, with an eight-round magazine a at that point. A five-shot right? chief special. Exactly. So, yeah, you don't know who's coming in, and you, you got to expect the worst. Where you see one, there's always more. And if you're not thinking that way... Are you saying they're cockroaches? Exactly. That's one way to look at them. So, yeah, to extinguish those cockroaches, to to protect yourself, your home, from, from being injured, hurt, or taken advantage of, I mean, you, you have to be ready with the right equipment. Plain and simple. And the mindset helps, but you have to have the right equipment. Exactly. And, and for most people, and especially, I'm, I'm talking to you folks out there who maybe have never owned a firearm, you stumble on this show accidentally, huh, got you now. Um this is this is your best way to defend yourself. And a sad fact, if you have to call the police department, they're going to be minutes away. Sad fact. 
Not that they don't want to be there. They love to catch bad guys, especially bad guys are trying to hurt somebody. But they're not physically present every single place. Right. And and, and within those couple of minutes, what are, what are you going to do? What's, what's Orange County's yeah. uh, average response time? Do you know? It depends on the police department, where you live. If you live in the hills, you got to think about it. If you're isolated, um, they they contract through other you know, mm-hmm. sheriff's departments and they're not, you know, they're familiar, but, um, it may take a while. Yeah, where I live, a- we have to give them a month advance of notice of when we are actually going to need them. <laughs> and it's no fault of the department. They're trying to get there as fast as they can. No blow lights. They're, they're, they're risking their own selves getting there. But, um, you know, uh, it could be, they could be a mile away and it's still going to take a few minutes. Plain and simple. I also live in a rural area, so we have to depend on ourselves. Um, you know, I, they're all good people, but it takes time to get to a place. Yeah. Can you imagine a whole community that was trained to deal with any of these? I mean, they just stopped coming at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can imagine such a community. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to move where you let me know. <laughs> we all would take care of our own around here. <laughs> but, but it's important. And so like some of the training classes I've done, um, here's another thing that's important is the type of firearm you own. I've seen some people that um, have arthritis, mm-hmm. and the manipulation of a slide on something as simple as a Glock 19 or 17 is not is a no-go, right? right. Maybe they could empty a magazine, but there's no reload there. Uh, maybe you need to take a look at a revolver for that situation. Maybe you need to look at getting a trigger job on that revolver for that situation, because there's so many things you need to do to be comfortable with what you shoot and be adequate. And not only is there a mindset that's involved, but then there's the practice aspect. Absolutely. I think that, and that's one of the other aspects of it. Even with my daughter, I want her to go through training because she hasn't had training. And um, it's something that you just have to keep continually practicing. And because I think there is a certain amount of um, intimidation, you know, again, going back to the courses, when when I went through the course with Brian, uh, you do get that you truly get that adrenaline, that scare. What did it feel like the first time you shot one of those pistols? Um, it wasn't so much about shooting. It was okay. I mean, shooting the pistol was okay. It was that anticipation. I mean, you know, going through the scenario of having, you know, a creeper in your house and not knowing where exactly they were. And, of course, my first scenario ended up being, you know, a child coming in at night drunk. That's what they gave me. And luckily, I didn't shoot him, which is, again, another... But sometimes Im- you feel like shooting him. What, do you, what did you do? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is that, there's that aspect, too. But you really have to think about these different Identify scenarios. Identify everything. Because it actually is something that actually could happen to me because I have several adult children. You know, who knows? But it was a, it was a great exercise. Yeah, and that's a, that's a good discipline. I mean, you hear a noise, you don't shoot. You go hunting, the bush moves, you don't shoot. Exactly. You have to identify your target. And one of the aspects of that that can be so crucial, we're going to get to that in our next segment, is making sure you have the right equipment. Not only do you have a firearm and you're prepared to use it, but you're prepared to use a firearm in a low-light situation. And right. that's what happens. So maybe you look at a, at a gun-mounted light, which is something that I have on, on my home defense stuff, uh, which includes a... Mossberg M935 Jerry Mikulik 10 shot 12 gauge 
<laughs> good night You're command control we yeah. have it here folks <laughs> exactly you gotta love that one and, and on a glock 21 you know you've got the gun light on that so that's one aspect is to have a light on that the other one is to have a free forming light why is that essential maybe there's two of you you know, one of the things that Brian teaches is communication. Maybe one person has a light or so forth. So uh, I'm going to, we're going to pick it up about that aspect um, and some of the new things that you're able to do with that in your training, Brian. When we come right back after this, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show, FiringLineRadio.com. On our Facebook page, join the group. You want to win stuff? Join the group. Little blue button says visit group. That's your cue. We'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persians, come and get them. Hey, folks, welcome to the firing line. I always hear this at the go at the range. Already on the firing line, ready on the right, ready on the left. Keep your stinking weapons pointed down range, you knuckleheads. That's, I think that's pretty much what they say. Anyway, welcome back to the Firing Line Radio Show. And you can find out more, as I said before, on our Instagram page at Firing Line Radio Show, on our Facebook page at Firing Line Radio Show, on our website at FiringLineRadio.com. Uh, we have our podcasts up. When you go to the Facebook page, if you're a radio show listener, there's a little blue button that says Visit Group. You need to click on that. Why do you need to click on that? Because when you're in the group, Facebook won't stop the postings. Right now, Facebook has us throttled. Um, they're deleting things I'm putting up. You know, it's they're ridiculous. It's Mark Zuckerberg. So anything they can do to throttle off a Second Amendment group, they are doing it. But if you join the group you'll see all the postings, not just mine, but anybody else in the group. It's a much better way to communicate. So you're going to see less and less happening on the page because of the way Firing Line Radio, or not front, Facebook is throttling us. But if you join the group, we're beating them at their own game. So please join the group. We're giving away an SKB AR-15. By the way, AR does not stand for assault revolver, just in case anybody in CBS is confused. It's not an assault revolver. Um, <laughs> saw that post go around this week. Good education. Uh, AR-15 SKB case, which is a beautiful case. Also giving away some $100 cutting-edge gift certificates. So cutting-edge bullets, gift certificates. If you're going to hunt this year, 
That's what you need for California, man. It's the best stuff out there. So join the group. Now, I've used enough time to talk about that. I want to get back into what we're talking about here, and that is home defense, safety, tactics, and gear. Now, your pistol is a personal choice. Some people are better off with a revolver. Some are better off with a semi-automatic. Both of them need training. Both of them are, you have to have to have that. The second piece you need for home defense, and we just were getting into that, you need an illumination device. Absolutely. So, at, you know, in any any given uh, situation at nighttime, you hear a noise, you want to check the house. You can, you know, there's a couple different ways. You could flick on the light, right? If you know, you know where the switches are going to lead to. You fly a drone but, down the hallway. Yeah, you get the drone going. Yeah. <laughs> you know, get some some scouting going on. But the the other thought was, is this the quickie, the quickest and most effective way is to have a, a nice bright flashlight. Any LED really that that has a large lumens, a true lumens that will last you. So where you pick it up and you're not you're not going to guess if it works. Um, one that I particularly prefer is the Maglite, and they have an ML one twenty LR. That's say it again slower. Maglite ML one twenty LR. Those are pretty much if you test them out down the street, it looks like there's uh, one of the police helicopters up and it's a spotlight. I'm I'm not kidding you. It's bright, and when you get hit in the face with that. You just become disoriented altogether. And, and that's only getting hit in the face with the light. Right. Right. So now, so the, the <laughs> name of the game is these guys have the surprise when they come in your house. You want to throw that off and you want to take the advantage, get the position of advantage. For one, having a, a, a gun is one. And then two is having that light. As long as you take out their, their method of finding you, uh, you're, you're already ahead of the game. So if they walk into the dark room and all they see is a bright light, they, they lost that advantage on you can buy you seconds exactly and that's and that's what you need you just need that split second to identify especially if it's a family member or if it's somebody you don't recognize for you to be able to make that decision knowing uh what to do so so recommendations on lumen size yeah lumen size um this particular one that i like is over a thousand i believe it's a thousand forty i may be off on that but it's true true and tested through maglite you know they're made in america it's it's guaranteed so let me just talk a little bit about that true and tested there are a lot of things you could find on amazon right and you end up with a china light now i don't want to start any trade wars but let's be clear about this there's a china light uh is not the same quality as a maglite now, am I generalizing? Yes. Am I accurate? Yes. So you can make a generalization be 85% accurate, and it's, it's, it's a good way to go, right? They are not the same standards. Um, oftentimes, after they've been around a while, they shake a little bit, and the battery comes on, it comes off, it comes on, it comes off. Not the time for you to have a bad time, right? Exactly. When you need to find out if you've got ninjas, you don't need a china light. You need a mag light, right? <laughs> it's like that milk commercial. Got ninjas? <laughs> and uh, what's that noise down the hallway? You've got to find that out. So the I, they're, I've been involved with Maglite for a while. They are the bomb. Mm-hmm. You know, good price points. So you're not going to go broke. You can find them all over the place. But that thousand lumens will literally take somebody's vision away for seconds, if not a minute. Absolutely. And, and the other thing is, you know, some of these other flashlights that I've tested out, I won't name names, but in in our law enforcement realm, um, you know, a lot of times if you don't charge it right after and you leave it on the shelf for a bit, let's say you go on vacation, you come back, it loses its charge. But you know, the mag lights always hold that charge. So they just put that into the home setting. You have it set off. Oh, I forgot to put in the charger for a while. I used it for the vehicle or whatever. I was looking for something at nighttime, but sitting there, it's going to hold its charge. And that's what you need. That reliability. Yeah, didn't we give you one 
last year? Um, the rechargeable? No. No? no? That was, Lou should have done that. That's yeah. Lou's fault. Yeah. <laughs> Blame Lou. He was supposed to. Anyway, so check that out, folks. Um, if you have, if you're competent with a gun-mounted light, all right, that's one in one. But if you have a handheld light, you need to practice with that because it takes two hands. So now you're going through clearing rooms with one hand, with the light on the other. Where do you hold it? These are things Brian teaches in his course. Um, how do you hold your light? Where do you hold your light? Are you going to be like the, the guys on X-Files with a cross arm? I don't know how they do this thing. Right. It's just who, Who's even advising that? I don't know. But, <laughs> you know, there's, there's ways to do it. There's ways not to do it. And you need to practice to see what's comfortable for you. The other thing about having a separate light, Maybe have one on the firearm and a mag light. And this is what I got out of Brian's training before is communication. So hopefully there's two of us in our bedroom, right? Mm-hmm. My wife, yeah. <laughs> watch there. <laughs> um, if we need to leave or get out or move, they need to be able to communicate. Now, if I have the only light and it's on my gun, what's she doing? Right. right. So, yeah, exactly. Teamwork is the best way. I mean, where, where you're stuck by yourself, you're, just, you're all alone. But if you can have some sort of teamwork and you train with it, we, we prefer training couples um, in our facility because whenever we're going in as a law enforcement realm, if I'm responding to an active shooter, I'd rather have one more with me. It's just easier to clear doorways and, and to remain safe and to survive that. Um, now, yeah, with the second person using the other flashlight, um, that's another distraction device. It's another, there's many, many uses that I don't want to give up all our trade secrets, but, but, um, there is a huge benefit for it, having more than one. And the other thing is that we we're into schools and we're training, uh, our active shooter program, which is called schools act. We we're teaching the teachers what to do with flashlights. And simply you can do a lot of amazing things come, whether it be that last resort, um, where the shooter comes into the classroom um, there's a lot of good techniques with that flashlight. Kind of light pull. is a defensive unit. It Absolutely. is a defensive tool. And enough light focused in the right area. I mean, we'll cut through steel, right? But um, when you have a bad guy coming in, and because the state of California has done everything they can to make sure all of our schools are victim-rich environments, non-defensible, victim-rich environments. Thank you, Jerry Brown. Every school shooting is on you personally. Um so then they won't arm the teachers or even allow them the opportunity to arm themselves. So, so what are you left with? You know, so one of the legislators said to put rocks in every classroom. So throwing a rock downrange from somebody pointing a gun at you is probably not the best. It can help given the right circumstances, a matter of position. I guess it's the picture gosh, of the baseball yeah. team, yeah. right? But yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and imagine if you're in preschool. What's that going to do? <laughs> <laughs> so you don't seen, look at the rocks. I've and, seen some yeah. of these legislators, too. I'm not sure how well they'd throw anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've seen them at the last softball yeah. game. So Elbow right. first. <laughs> it's not the proper technique. Uh, so, yeah, the, the, there's lots of things that we can do. Um, definitely, you know, with the, the guns being taken out of the schools or, or not allowed, period. Um, in the meantime, there are stuff. Uh, there's plenty of stuff that you can use in that classroom, and we have a whole program for it, to be honest with you. How do they find out about that? So if you go on our website, uh, www.ustacdefense.com, or search American Tactical Defense in Brea, we have a program on there. Just click on the link for active shooter training. We'll come out personally. We'll come out to your site, the schools, um, and we will work hand-in-hand. We'll also augment whatever is in place right now and just – Rather than getting an information dump on a PowerPoint and a bunch of information, we'll actually go walk you through the scenario. We'll put a shooter on your campus. We'll 
we'll run through all of that and we'll also invite that particular law enforcement agency out so they understand what's going on inside the school in the meantime while they're responding so they know what to see and all the school resource officers have been highly highly supporting our program so yeah well i'm glad to see somebody's on there because you know the kids the kids are defenseless uh, because of the way the legislature has, has set this up. Yeah. And and the bad people, the cowards of the world, know it. And every time something happens, these cowards are immortalized in the media. They should simply be forgotten. Their names should never be recognized. Their stuff should never be read on the air. They should be buried in a mass grave. And that's it. So, sure, they should not be... Anyway, folks, Firing Line Radio Show, I'm off on a rant. We'll be right back after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? You're being entertained and educated, and you're doing getting that from Brian uh, McKendrick over at American Tactical Defense and Deb McEwen with Migliori. Now, where's, where's your locations again here? Riverside and Corona. Where in Riverside? It's a big city. Canyon Crest Town Center and in wh- Riverside and the shops at Dos Lagos. So when I show up at Canyon Crest or Dos Lagos, yes. what am I going to find at Migliori? Oh, you're going to find lots of choices of fresh olive oil and balsamic vinegar seasonings and jams and pasta. You know I need to lose weight. Now you're doing this to me. <laughs> Actually, I've had some of it. It's been absolutely fantastic. So check them out there, uh, Canyon Crest and Dos Lagos. Thank or, you. or go to Two Lakes in South Corona. Exactly. Um, <laughs> We used to live across the street from there. Anyway, uh, great, great shop. Great stuff. Check her out and say hello to her. Don't mess around in there, though. She'll... <laughs> I trained She's her. trained, yeah. man. Brian's when when you get your thumping, thank Brian. <laughs> well, as we went off the air, they were talking about the Schools Act. Now that's your program at American Tactical Defense. Schools Act is your program that you offer. And Deb asked a great question as soon as we got off the air. So why don't you ask it again, please? So my question is for interested mothers, uh, parents, and grandparents. I want my grandchildren to be safe at school. Do I go to the administration? and ask them to contact you? I mean, what is the best way to get them involved? I mean, is it... Yeah, any of that would work. You're going to any part of the administration, but more specifically, probably 
uh, if they have a director of safety and personnel, usually in the Perfect. school district at that level, um, reach them as, as that's their responsibility, and, and also the superintendents. Um, and I will say this, since any, since the school shootings have been happening, there's been a lot of people coming out of the woodwork, hey, schools, we can train you, hey, I'm retired, this and that. Now, I'm currently active, and, and I, I currently run all of our active shooter training for Southern California for my agency. Um, and so we have all the latest trends and all that stuff that works. So we come in, and we, as I said before, we don't give an information dump. We'll actually walk the teachers through, and I feel confident. We even train the bus drivers, and I won't get into it too much in case anything. Not that your listeners would be that route, but um, but we train in all aspects of proactivity. Um, and we give them, we empower the teachers to protect those poor, innocent little children of ours. Just, just on the record, I'm okay yeah. if a 10 ton bus drives over an active shooter. I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> he could back over. Even if the red lights are flashing, yeah. they can back yeah. over him a couple of times. I don't care. <laughs> exactly. So there's a lot of different things, but yeah, go into the, the superintendents, you know, directors of, of safety and personnel. And there's been, like I said, a lot of people trying to sell the schools on just whatever program or go to an yeah, app. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're flies. They're feeding on carnage. Right, right. And, we're, and this is our passion. You know, this is our drive. I have kids in school. I went personally to their school, and we've trained all of theirs in their district because I know our, our program, our tactics work, and I feel confident about that. So that I can guarantee well, I definitely do too. I have that confidence in you and Alex and the company. So, thank you. I'll be your advocate. I out appreciate here. it. Thank you. I think we need a group hug. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, getting back on on the, the light thing um, as a defensive, one of the things that would be good uh, as a homeowner is to have something that's rechargeable by the bedside. Absolutely. And that was the one that we had. It's it's a smaller. It's a fist sized, right? Mm-hmm. For applications, it's, it has a little fist size, has a crowned bezel on it, which, again, is for stamping authority on certain applications, and uh, a little 550 lumens, but it's light enough. You know, that's one of the Maglite uh, issues that's a self-charger, and you go to bed, it's got a little green light. You wake up in the middle of the night, you can see where the, the LED charger is. It's always on, so it's you're not looking through a drawer, you know, All right. so that's an important thing. Now, speaking about that home setup... Deb had some really good questions here about, you know, she has children, she has grandchildren, and she lives alone, but the grandkids might come over during while she's at work, go swimming, something of that nature. So how does she secure a firearm and and be ready when she needs it, but safe around the home? Right. So that starts our biggest concern, right, Eric? Or, you know, kids getting their hands on a gun out of curiosity. So the... Number one thing, yes, lock it up. Now, they have quick uh, access safes. And for anyone listening, if you're going to lock it up in whatever means, um, a large safe or small safe, small gun lock, make sure you know and you run through it through repetition to get it out quickly. Because when this happens, it's going to happen without you thinking about it. And you're going to hesitate. You're going to be shaky. You're going, which brings up those fingerprint uh, safes. If they have the four one, the four fingerprints on there, you may be sweaty. You may be in the shower, and guess what? You're coming out trying to get that out. It's not going to work. So yep. I highly recommend. Or the battery went dead. Yeah, I highly recommend a dial combo dial. There's there's some that have the three dials on it, and maybe you want to you feel comfortable leaving two on on point, and then the third one just off a little bit, and you train just clicking one click away, and you're good to go. It's enough to lock that system down. 
or you may have a couple numbers off. But uh, either way, whatever you do, test it and repeat it and test it and repeat it. But just understand that put yourself in all different circumstances in your home. If you're sleeping, if you're outside washing a car, if you're it's a hot day like it's been, sweating your butt off, um, put all those factors in there. Does this work for me at all times of the day and night? And I've seen a couple of different uh, options. Some of them, um, the gun can be like a, it's a vertical hold. Mm-hmm. And as you punch the key on the top, however the, it ent- enters, it slides open and gives you access. So it's really easy. So if you're laying in bed, you can reach over with one arm, get it out. It's not, I, I like that version. It can be bolted to the side of the bed if you, if you want to go that route or against the wall, however you need to do that. Um, at Rahagi's, they had a gentleman who had one of those. He was using it for um, traveling. So you could have your mm-hmm. firearm locked up while you're in a California legal and their situation it popped open and then you had to put the magazine in and do whatever you needed to do but in your home you could leave it in the correct formation so you don't have to go through that second step but some of those I think are, are a better way to go biometric I'm not sold on it's you know yeah there's too many variables you know too many things can go wrong yeah batteries there's, run out there's a reason Period. there's a key on a biometric safe also yeah yeah, exactly. Because they don't always work, right? Yeah. Have you tried to get your? You have an iPhone, by the way. Yeah. Okay, so you have the fingerprint deal. You ever try to do it when you're, you know, wash your hands right after? It's not. It just doesn't work. I don't even use mine. No. No. <laughs> well. I, I I am incensed at my iPhone when it's when I get out of the of work and it says, "Okay, it's thirty minutes from home." It's like, dude, why are you tracking me? That's it. Location services are off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Leave Let's me alone. Siri starts answering you. Yeah. 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 If Siri ever did what I told her to, she wouldn't be around long. <laughs> you too. <laughs> Self-destruct. I don't understand. Self-destruct. I don't understand. This is going to be a long day, Siri. Uh, so those are important things about uh, finding them. I think the – well, let's just go with one takeaway. So one was the, the biggest takeaway you had from the training session with American Tactical to every now and then go over in the scenario, actually go through some of the course in my own home and to make myself comfortable. And again, if I have a living situation change where I have one of my kids come home with, uh, start living with me with their children, is now I need to be responsible for them and to teach them some of the course too. And just go over it in my mind. It's practice. Yeah. You know, and... and uh the house that I lived in when I first took your course, we've, we've moved since then, was two-story. And it becomes very obvious that you don't go downstairs. You are totally, unless you go slide down head first, and then you hit the bottom wall, you are totally vulnerable. So you have to shelter upstairs. You're not going to go downstairs in an open stairway like I had in the other house. There's no way. Um, the communication with the family members, I think, ended up being very critical because, you know, I was always stupid. I went downstairs anyway, but um, <laughs> but the smart play was not to, and and then to call nine one one and wait it out up there is, is really the the best move, um, and the toughest, toughest yeah. for us to to hang out up there and and not want to get down there and do something. But yeah. yeah, so that was that was a really interesting thing for me, and then um, the identification of the target. You know, and seeing what actually happens because here's what happens in in Brian's courses: there may be two guys, and there was in my case in my scenario that I ran into. One guy was armed. One guy did not appear to be armed. You know, and 
without a light source on what you've got going on in the dark of your hallway? Is he reaching for a phone? Is he reaching for a gun? You know, you've got to be able to make that decision and you've got to be able to tell the police why you did what you did after you've called CCW safe. (laughs) Do not say anything off the bat other than I'm a victim Uh, and wait, wait for, uh, for them to come help you out. Yeah, you're gonna get you're you're gonna have those questions, and you know what? Right after a stressful situation, you say, "Sir, you know what? I need a smoke." Yeah, yeah. You can't even remember your birthday. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah, folks, good on you, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Uh, thank my special guests here, Deb and Brian. You guys are awesome. I'm so glad you did the training. I'm so glad you make the training available. Thank you, folks. We'll see you all next week. Stay out of the heat. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. <laughs> When you have to shoot, shoot, don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs>